y'all welcome to this edition of old fools talking old school this is mickey g and rodney and i continue our journey down the musical history trail as we talk about some of our favorite groups from the past like maze how some of the best groups there were at the time broke up because the lead singer felt the need to go solo and also those old days back at those concerts and the good times we had Hope y'all enjoy this episode. I remember on uh, that show that I, I guess still come on, Unsung. I don't, yeah, know if that, yeah. I don't know if it still comes on. I used to watch that religiously, then I just stopped. But uh, Well, for one reason, I know you did, because the same reason I did. You know, they started showing number of reruns. Yeah, e- even yeah. now, they talk about, oh, the new season. And I'm like, I've seen that. You know, because I used to watch it religiously, too. I used to record it if I didn't uh, had, it, had it automatically record, because I'd forget what time it would come on. And, uh, but yeah, they ain't put nobody new on there. Yeah, I ain't watched it and I don't know how long. And, uh, I know they had the, the thing on, uh, on Confunction and, you know, Michael Cooper and that other brother mm-hmm. that was, was, uh, writing songs. I mean, matter of fact, that, those were the two that this song Love Train was about, you mm-hmm. know, that, mm-hmm. uh, this, this, you know, girl was playing both of them for a while. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, I remember him saying, uh, I think the other dudes when it came back with the the like the the lyrics, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Well, no, 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 we ain't, we can't say, you know, we can't be sort of putting our stuff out there like that." And Michael Cooper said, "Yeah, man, this is a hit. We're gonna put we're gonna put this out there." <laughs> you know, and, uh, and we don't need no ticket to ride. That's right, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I was reading that story was on on Unsung, and I used to like. I, I really like the only thing I hated about Unsung was. 90% of the shows ended in something tragic. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed like every one of them, you know, somebody died or somebody got hooked on drugs or somebody got, you know, broke at the end and had no money or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I always like the stories, you know, the sort of behind the scenes stories of everything oh, yeah. that, that had gone on and stuff. And, uh, but, you know, it's like anything else. When it starts out, you can, you can have those groups and you can say, yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to hear about that. And then after a while it starts to be like, Oh, well, really? Did they do anything enough to have an unsung thing? Yeah. <laughs> they had oh, one yeah. hit, you know, well, now, hey, now they own unsung. That's know? why, that's why they ain't showing number of reruns. They ain't got no new stories now. That's you know? the, after a while, you know, I was, I was saying the same thing with, uh, with, with dancing with the stars. When it first came on, you know, I used to mm-hmm. watch, they had the big name, you know, Kareem and, yep. and Emmett and all those guys were on there. And now it's like, who is that? Yeah, exactly. Who, who, who is that? You know, I, right. I ain't watched that in probably two or three seasons because it just, like you say, after a while, you really start to, you know, run out of so-called stars. You know, yeah. you just start getting getting a name just to have somebody on there. Where at first, yeah, just about every contestant for the first few years was a bona fide star, either right. in sports or right. music or, you know, theater or movie, whatever it may be. And then mm-hmm. after a while, it starts, starts. It's got to the point where, damn, who is that? Yeah, uh, this is the lineup for this year. I don't know none of them. <laughs> That's what I was saying too. <laughs> I'm like, uh, who? Uh, no, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know who that is. They, you know, the girls, of course, you know, they know what well, that's so-and-so that, you know, remember she was on this. So I'm like, no, I don't remember at all. That, that, that ain't nobody's name I ever heard of. Exactly. <laughs> Even like now when they'll have, you know, you'll be reading on your vine there and they'll be talking about this person. And I'm like, well, who are they? I don't, I don't, I don't even know who you're talking about. And uh, one of the things that was so attractive and appealing to me about Unsung was that, of course, that was back during our day. And, 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 and we knew when such and such did this and did that. But now on Unsung, you're finding out why they did it mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and who, who, uh, uh, just like with, uh, which, uh, of course, there was no way for me to know. And I can't remember if it was on Unsung or not, but it was on something that we, I was looking at. And uh, it was showing that they were talking about what uh, a freak uh, uh, Marvin Gaye was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And said that, yeah, Marvin liked to set his old lady up with other dudes. And then he come busting in the hotel room trying to catch him having sex. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, he was a damn freak, wasn't he? And uh, they were saying, <laughs> I'll never forget, they were talking on there, and they had uh, Frankie Beverly on there. He said, oh, yeah, Marvin Marvin was something else. He said, uh, he set it up for his wife to be in the adjoining room to me, you know, like in a hotel where you have in the closet the door where you can go next door. Right. And hell, she knocked on the door and opened the door. And he said, hell, I went in there, you know, and, you know, he knew it was my, uh, uh, Marvin's girl. And he said, hey, you know, things start getting a little hot. Then all of a sudden, he come knocking on the door, trying to get in the door. He said, I busted my ass getting back over on my side. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and, oh, because it, like, it was like him, and he did the same thing with uh, uh, Teddy Pendergrass. But Teddy didn't run. Teddy got that booty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said, he said, he said, yeah, Marvin Gaye loved to, to set that up. And, and it was, I want to say, you know, it was his wife. That's what it was. Cause it, it was something about, uh, who, who was it? Eddie Kendricks or somebody used to beat Tammy Terrell. You know, they, 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 they fell out. Some of them groups fell out. Cause you know, that back then, them brothers believe in whipping up on their ladies. Yeah. We never knew. And, you know, of course, the main reason that a lot of them groups that were good broke up because, you know, them other dudes came in there and convinced the lead singer that he needed to be solo and drop everybody else, you know, because those groups would still be relevant today, in my opinion, if they'd have stayed together. You know, uh, uh, the Commodores and all them. Uh, Jeffrey Osborne, even though they did well, he did well, but, you know, LTD kind of went by the wayside, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you look at at, you know, Commodores and, and, and Tamara tells me to the day that the reason I, I still don't like uh, Lionel Richie is because he left the Commodores. I said, yeah, he was that right. You know, especially yep. when he came out after he went solo and came out with talking about he he thought the group was going to throw him out of the group because he was the only one that couldn't read music. Right. And I'm like, come on now. You're the lead singer. You're, you're the voice on all of their. Yeah top you know top 10 hits you were the lead voice either though even though people don't realize that uh, that wasn't him singing lead on brick house that was uh right uh, that, that, the other guy uh the guy that had them coke bottle glasses yeah yeah you know i said but still on you know uh, 
Easy and all those songs. I said that, yeah. I said you're the lead singer. You're the one to making the, the group's name, but they're gonna throw you out of the group. Come right. on now. You and know hell, they were upset that your ass left. Mm-hmm. And left yeah. them in the cold. You know, and uh, so I said, yeah. But that's 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 exactly what happened to a lot of those those groups because the yeah. groups that really didn't do that. I look at the Isley Brothers. Yeah. I look at Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, even though. They per se didn't have so much of a lead singer as uh, as uh, uh, Maurice. Maurice, you know, he he was lead. Of course, uh, your boy with the high voice, uh, Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey, you know, you know, they were sort of they on sort a, of mesh well together. On a, on he, a good night, because I yeah. heard him cracking like I don't know what a couple of concerts. Maybe he didn't get him no nose candy or something. Yeah, but he, yeah. he's a hell of a singer though. Yeah. Doing. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, you had those groups, and that's exactly what happened most of the time. They, you know, lead singer would would go away, and and then I look at a group like like you know the Gap Band, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, they weren't they weren't a group if it wasn't for uh uh, uh black, black no Gap Band oh um, Gap oh okay. um uh, man boy I tell you it's hell when you get. Uncle Charlie, Charlie oh, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Charlie you know, Wilson. They man. wouldn't, they wouldn't have been a band if it wasn't for him. Oh, and yeah. I sort of say the same thing about LTD. I mean, right. I don't think LTD would be LTD without, without uh, uh, your Jeff, boy Jeff. Jeffrey Osborne. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I think there were some groups that were just, just that way. Where you know, you look at a group like the Temptations, and they sort of retooled. I mean, when you know David Ruffin left, you know Dennis mm-hmm. Edwards came in, they were able to sort of retool and keep right on rolling. Yeah, but uh, but there's other groups that yeah the you know the the lead singer was really the group. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know from a business sense, okay, you know you know you you the voice of, but I mean these are your boys y'all was out there on that street corner by yourselves at night under that arch like there, there's got to be something said for that, mm-hmm. you know I mean now just don't let you know as long as they were. For argument's sake, down there with stacks and all them dudes, wasn't nobody trying to break you up. If they did anything, they let you do a solo, but the group still stayed intact. Right. When, when you start going with ABC and all them, all they want is to maximize the dollars. They were telling you, you need to get rid of them, the dead weight and all that. And that's what caused a lot of bad blood, you know. And, yeah. And, and it, it was amazing how how cutthroat that industry was. I mean, a lot of the groups broke up, you know, because of money, just like you say. And then they were saying, but you know, there wasn't a whole lot of money at the end, but time you pay your promoters, but time you pay your production staff, time, you know, the writer got this and this person got that. They said there wasn't a lot of money left for the group. It wasn't, but then they were so happy to have a contract. They were contract contracts. And I uh, ain't thinking about who's paying for them limousines, who's mm-hmm. paying for you to stay in that five-star hotel. You know, those are things because you didn't have adequate representation that you should have been working out with. Because it was a win-win situation for the record company. They were, they were like, yeah, okay, uh, uh, we'll sign you to this amount of money. But then once they started deducting your flights, mm-hmm. your, your, all mm-hmm. of this, that shit they should have been paying for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they didn't. Them dudes didn't know it, man. They were glad, especially for a young black kid. Just hey, the fact that I, well, they were blinding them with shit too, just like with the temptation. But the money wasn't there. But let's buy a Cadillac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, old bait and switch. We bought you some Cadillac, but you know, you ain't got shit else. Yeah. 
So, yeah, man, that that's but that's why I have a hard time understanding these younger groups. How y'all fall into the same trap? Uh, that's what TLC. That's what happened to them. But no, I, I was just like I said. I was just saying, you know, that's how they, you know, they they sort of infiltrated those groups and say, well, hey, man, why why are you getting only one eighth of the pie when you writing the songs and singing the songs? You yep, know? yep. So, uh, so yeah, at the. But it was funny. I was talking to a guy the other day. I guess uh, I guess George Clinton and Parliament and Funkadelics were on there like uh, his his retirement tour. I guess this last year, and and man, they came, they came to some places that I just would not foresee Parliament Funkadelic coming to. Right, right. They came to this little this little town called Jasper, Tennessee. Oh yeah. And, I didn't even know there was any black folks in Jasper, Tennessee, mm-hmm. but they said they came and they said they sold out. They, they got this little arena up there. They said they sold the place out. <laughs> the, the brother said the only thing about it was said George Clinton didn't do nothing. He just came out there and just sat. His ass is old. You yeah, and I, said, I told him, I said, I said you got to realize old George Clinton. George Clinton is. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't much old. else he can do. Yeah, he was old in his heyday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which is yeah, a little disappointed. George just came out there and said he didn't do nothing. Said, man, he's got to realize, you know, he ain't a young man anymore. You ain't lying. You know, I, I, I mean, I look at all of them now, man. Just like my boys, Maze. You know, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta put that hand in the back and bring him on out there because he is Maze. You know, but hell, he can't even sing no more. I was like, yeah, Man. yeah. He when they came to Nashville, we went down there and saw him a couple of years ago, and and you could you could tell it, you could tell the voice. I mean, to me, Frankie Verily has a little bit of a unique kind of voice. Oh yeah, but it was it was it seemed like it was a little bit more strained. Yeah, almost like he was almost hoarse a little bit. You know. Yeah. But uh, but I said same thing, you know. You know, Frankie ain't a young man no more. He's no, going man. through that cancer scare and all that stuff. I said mm-hmm. he ain't uh, ain't the same man. But you know, to me, their music was just so unique yeah. that I just like the music. I obviously like him singing it, but right. just I just like the music. Period. You know. Yes, sir. It, it stand. It, it stood the test of time because they ain't mm-hmm. had no new music since since the Last Supper. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, and then half the time, he get it going. Uh, then he just hold the mic up. Everybody else be singing. Hell, mm-hmm. he ain't singing. But yeah, his yeah. his voice is gone, man. He 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 didn't recuperate from that throat surgery. And uh, no, no, he, he didn't do well with that at all. But uh, you know, he still be out there, and he still have all his people out there in in white. But I I still say to me, Maze is one of those groups that. If there ever was an unsung, it yeah. was Maze. It was def- you know, definitely. To me, they def- had def- some iconic songs that never really, they never were, never were number one anywhere, you know, on the R&B charts or pop right. or anything. But uh, they were just one of those kind of groups that you just enjoy listening to. Well, they were, they were definitely of the culture because, mm-hmm. uh, just like he said, we ain't never. He says it in every one of his concerts. We ain't never been nominated for no awards. We ain't get no awards. We wasn't invited to these shows on TV and none of that, but we still here. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. He, uh, I mean, every time he's been in the vicinity, me and Rosin go see him. And he's like, uh, uh, it got to be a staple here uh, well, many years ago where he's like, 
how many of y'all, this is your first maze concert? You know, he gets around, it's some splattering of applause. He said, well, where y'all been? <laughs> 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 I'm like, you ain't lying, Frankie called. I mean, them, them boys right there, it's still going. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, I be looking on the deal now because if I see them, if they in the vicinity, we going. Because I, 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 man, them, them, them songs are just, just there, man. They there forever. And like I said, hell, everybody else be singing it. And he, he got a, he's got a persona about him with that hat tilted a little bit to the side. Right, just, right. Just a little bit. And, and the way he moved for, whoo. I mean, he could hit them notes. And I'm like, ooh, that Frankie is something else. And uh, even still to this day, now he got the saxophone or that lead guitar player back there killing it. Oh, and he used to hold them long notes and stuff. So, yeah, I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. My boys. Yeah, I've been a fan for a long time. And as I say, I, I, I think I still have their first album that they, they produced back at, I guess it was what, Late seventies, I guess it was, mm-hmm. with that little like that hand with the with like six, seven fingers. Oh, yeah. I've got yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, 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 I I, I, I think got it. that was I think that was their first album. I'm not sure, but I, yeah, uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I also got you know when we met up in Vegas, we mm-hmm. went to see him. Right. I bought a little brown cap with that hand on it on on the on the front. Oh, okay. okay. I got it. I got it hanging down there now. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Old, old Frankie boy, that 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 my boy there. I started out with him down in in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's why I used to go to all the concerts down there. She made uh, Funkadelic too, all of them. Barcades. That's where that's where the brothers came down there. Oh yeah, yeah. The Barcades. I used to go see them. Parliament Funkadelic. I, I yes, remember sir. they were one of the first concerts I went to, and. and and they put on a show. It, yes, it wasn't. It wasn't only a concert. They they put on a show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll never forget the mothership landed on the stage, and all you see was one big old boot stick his boot out there. I'm like, <laughs> he come out of there. Well, first that was Bootsy, you know, because Bootsy. Uh, uh, they had three groups. It was Parliament Funkadelic. Bootsy and somebody else. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, you know, they had that girl group, the Brides of Funkenstein. Funkenstein, yeah. They had them, and then they had, you know, Bootsy, and then they had uh, Parliament, and then Funkadelic. I always thought they were all one group, but, you know, actually, Parliament was one group, Funkadelic was another group. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was them, but they all played together, though. Yeah. Yeah. They all played uh, together. They all played together. And uh, I just remember they were standing up on stage. I can't remember. I think I think Parliament had come out had come out there. No, when Bootsy stepped out of there, <laughs> he stood up on front of the stage. You know what the hell y'all smoking up in here? Boy, it was raining joints down there. Yeah, that's what he did in Nashville too. <laughs> that's what he did in Nashville. Yeah, he just started flying up on the stage. You know. Yeah, same way, same way there. Yeah, man, yeah. I enjoyed that. So, so me and my partner were sitting up. At the top, you know, we got down there and thought we had us some good seats. Well, we kept going up and up, up <laughs> like damn. You know, we was up there. The, the, the guy with the light show was right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
we sitting there. And uh, luckily, it was right at the edge of the stage where we could see what's going on in the back, but we could also see in the front, mm -hmm. you know, what they was doing out there. And so we were sitting there, and, you know, we all had our little flask and, uh, you know, drinking us a little drink. And, uh, 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 you know, because we all were in the sports. The joints were just flying up and down the aisle. You know, you know we passed it on. We passed it on. So then we were sitting there, wasn't nothing happening. And then all of a sudden, we start smelling. What is that? We look back there. The light dude was getting bent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he started passing it to us, and we were like, "What the hell?" He started getting the chill. <laughs> I mean, that dude was up there. I'm like, how he know when to do his lights? Cause he messed up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, back in the cow palace down there, three Pope Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, but I tell you, that's the way it was. That's you know, that was back, like say the day when uh, in Nashville at the uh, Memorial Auditorium. Man, they used to they used to come through there. I mean, all the groups would come through there. Yeah, and, uh, and we'd go down there, and like I say, they would. We always get general mission tickets and, and get down on the floor. That's what yeah. we we was young back in them days. Yeah, man, them lights go out and that that floor would condense from about <laughs> you know sixty rows of chairs to like two. You'd be right on top of each other. You know, yeah. we we'd be jamming. We didn't care. Yeah. them lights went out. It's like somebody blew a whistle or something. Here they go. <laughs> Everybody heading toward the front. <laughs> yep, I'm telling you, man. They we had a ball down there, man, and we. Shit, we 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 saw some of everybody cameo all, all the groups that was hot back then. Yeah, Monte, oh yeah, yeah. Earth Wind and Fire. I'll never forget. I was like, how did they do that? You know that brother they had back there used to play the piano and the organ. Piano, uh huh. Man, we were sitting there and we were watching, and they went to one of them little solos. You know where they let the rest of them get get some rest. He was playing the piano. All of a sudden, the piano just raised up off the floor. And then just start twirling around. This Negro ain't never missed a beat. It's just twirling around. Then later on, we were walking through there and we saw they had a forklift back there. <laughs> that was twirling them around, man. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, boy, it was a wild stuff back in the day, man. Oh. Yeah, and then you know back then they didn't have nowhere near the technology they had today. Because oh, no. because I know you know that that Parliament Funkadelic concert, you know they had a a little mothership sort of up in the up in the the roof of the of the auditorium, uh -huh. and it and it was on like a wire, and it would come across the 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 the, the, the auditorium, the floor part, and it would get to the stage and stop. And then it would sort of like go down, mm -hmm. and then that's when the big, the big mother shit would come up, and that's when you know, like I say, George Clinton would come out and all that kind of stuff. So they they didn't have one nowhere near that the technology. As a matter of fact, oh, no. uh, the that that spaceship that they use is in the uh, African American History Museum in D.C. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. When uh, when uh, when uh, when I went through there, it's, oh, I guess it's been five six years ago. Now it just opened. I went through there and I was going through that the music section and they got they got the mothership they got the mothership in the museum. <laughs> That's where it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah. Dog. yeah, yeah, man. That that well, we used to have a ball going down to them concerts, boy. 
Thank the Lord. He blessed us and made, got us back home safety because that was about a good 75 miles away from the crib. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, well, uh, we, but wasn't no, wasn't no Motel 6 around there so we could we could turn out the lights. We had to drive <laughs> on back. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. I know in back in them days in Nashville they would have a like a like a pre-concert thing out in the, the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, out in Hadley Park, you go over there and and uh, they'd have some local groups playing and stuff. Of course, everybody over there they got they primarily they wine, but there was a, there was they were smoking a little few joints over there too. Yeah. So, and and about you know seventy five percent of those people in the park would leave the park and go to the concert. Go to the concert. You know, yeah. You be you know you go in you know you go into the concert. You say, oh man, I, I saw her over at the park. You know. <laughs> Because most of them made their way from the park to the concert. You You know know it. Everybody, like I say, everybody having a good time. Yes, sir, boy. And shit, you talk about Serena. Woo, them healthy girls down there in Shreveport, Louisiana. Good, googly moogly. He pointed out, hate it when the lights went down. Oh, look over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. I imagine so. Yeah, man. that brings back was, some memories there. I was we, we, when we was talking about Jackson. I, you know, we went through Jackson with you know Smitty. That's where he's from. We went through there when they was having the. Uh, well, it, it it wasn't the Heritage Classic then. They used to have this classic down in Jackson. It was a it was a uh, Friday and and Saturday, and they had uh, like Jackson State, Alcorn, Tennessee State, and I think Mississippi Valley State would play. They had mm-hmm. they had they had games. So we went down there that. That one weekend, man, we was the old Jackson State's campus having a good time. Boy, I met this young lady from Tougaloo. 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 Yeah, buddy. We had a we had a good time over there in Jackson State. I didn't know that's where Smitty was from. Yeah, he's from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. I knew I knew he was from Mississippi. I didn't know he's from Jackson. Yeah, he's from Jackson. Oh wow. From Jackson, sure is. Man, those Parliament Funkadelic concerts were a show. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Just hard to believe those groups have gone on to their retirement tours or not even touring at all. But back in the day, they put on a show. But music was live. Well, we hope you enjoyed this edition of Old Fools Talking Old School. This is Mickey G. Till next time, peace. Peace.